LMT is a lens by which you assess all economic understanding. The street is full of corruption. It is baked in to every aspect of our society. 1900s, Lenin was predicting global finance capital would do all the things it's doing today. This is written over 100 years ago. I am Steve, the Rogue Scholar, and today we're going to talk about grift and the distraction of grift and not just the distraction of grift, but I want to touch on something that I think a lot of us who are, if we have been Democrats, we've been uh, feeling like a, I don't know, a man or a woman without a country, so to speak, no real place to hang our hat. And, um, you know, this, this recent defection, <laughs> Folks, I, I let me just be crystal clear. I I don't care if Tulsi Gabbard quits the Democratic Party, uh, joins her brethren in the Republican Party. I don't care whether I don't care what she does. Really, quite frankly, I gave up on Tulsi a long time ago when she saw the majority of the left pushing for Medicare for all, and she decided she was going to come up with her own own version of things. And then when she pushed back against a green new deal with her own version of the off act and the off brand act by a lot of off brand folks ran off and chased that as if it was manna from heaven. And, uh, I just, I just basically didn't see a whole lot, um, that I had in, um, in common with her. But the one thing I do have in common with her is an understanding of a desperation uh, to be independent, to not be ruled by liars in the Democratic Party, to not be ruled by, to me, though, this is where difference. I don't want to be ruled by liars in the Republican Party either. And more importantly, I don't want to be part of any third party that doesn't know economics, or if it does know economics, gives a platform to ignoramuses that don't know economics, because there's nothing more important, nothing more important than us understanding the only thing standing between us in fixing many of the problems that society is experiencing is to have, in fact, a real honest to God understanding of economics. And more importantly, because, OK, so you know how economics works. Well, way to go. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. But what happens when the things you want to do with that economics pretty fucked up? Right. What if you don't understand? What if you have been co-opted by people who would rather government so small you can drown it in a bathtub? What if your version of the world involves people that don't want to see government really truly for and by the people, but elevates corporate interests, hangs out with people that make it like the people that did good? Well, they're good people. Instead of recognizing that people that were raised in shitty conditions or people that were uh, born as descendants of slaves uh, have been just absolutely terrorized since Reconstruction and before, obviously, as slaves. But the lives of the individuals that were freed from slavery have been absolutely decimated since the 1860s, folks. Okay. I think there might have been a 10-year period where things were sort of calm, but in fairness, during Reconstruction, they had laid the path, the trap, if you will, for continued slavery by another name. 
And now we're all kind of living it. But the idea that someone like a Tulsi Gabbard would come out and act like, well, you know what? Why don't we let her tell us? Here we go. This is Tulsi Stan garbage Gabbard. Okay. And now I don't have a problem with any of this up to, she says, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal. Okay. I don't disagree with that, but that includes Republican Party as well, an elitist cabal. But this is where it gets crazy of warmongers. Well, mission accomplished, dub. Yeah. Right. And here you go. Driven by cowardly wokeness. We're going to talk about that too. Who divide us by racializing every issue and stoke anti-white racism. Yes, she is one of the worst people on the fucking planet and actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms. Okay, does this not sound remarkably like every disgraceful conservative you've ever met? Well, it does to me. It does to me. And so we're going to go ahead and let old Tulsi tell us what she thinks. And it's pretty disgusting, folks. I'm not even going to lie, but I'm going to let you hear her anyway. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. All right. Now, folks... Let me be crystal clear. Let me be crystal clear. Go go to whatever party you want. I, I, I'm not here to defend the Democratic Party. Check the tape. That's not my game. I, I don't I don't defend the party. I don't defend Republicans. But she is a disgraceful teabagger. Everything she said there, if you would have taken the pretty brunette gal off the television one of the fox news morning hosts right if you took her off there and you put down some fat white dude with a bald cul-de-sac going on with triple chins and just sat there and talked to the camera and said those things i don't think anybody would have paid any attention to it but the fact is is that tulsi represents this whole veneer 
of idiocy, quite frankly. I, I mean, like, I'm desperate for a third party. I'd love to have a third party. I'd love to have a fifth party. I would love to have a party that actually understands how economics works and doesn't throw people that have been marginalized under the bus in protection of white tears. Okay. Now, I don't know if you, I don't know if the camera's on, or the light's on. Am I okay? I think I'm white. I think so anyway. I think I'm white. So, you know, what am I, a race trader or some other crazy Sig Heil kind of bullshit that Tulsi and her friends would come up with? I don't know. I don't think so. But here's the deal, right? All this stuff is grift. All this stuff is a ginormous distraction, okay? The fact is, is that you're not getting anything you want or need from Republicans or Democrats. We already know this, okay? The, here's the tough part. Tulsi comes out. She says, hey, I, I'm leaving this warmongering party. Democrats have been a warmongering party. There is no question about it. And you look at what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, and you look at the U.S.'s hand in NATO. And if you're remotely a lefty, you know already, you already know right off the bat that NATO is a bad thing. NATO is something that we were supposed to get rid of a long time ago. So this idea of propping up NATO and um, war and so forth, I'm completely in a lot. I don't want to see that. I, it's disgusting to me. I'm anti-imperialist all the way. Okay. So obviously it puts me at odds with the Democratic Party right there. But it puts me at odds with the Republican Party too, because she's talking about all this nonsense. But if you look at her tape, if you go through her history, She's exceptionally anti-Muslim. She's exceptionally pro-war. When she was running, Code Pink put out the dossier, the Code Pink anti-war dossier. And Tulsi was not the anti-war crusader that liars made her out to be. And there was a group of people that wanted Tulsi to be this queen of all, but she was never that. In fact, she, her understanding of economics is so piss poor, so atrocious that she was parroting many of the right-wing things back during her uh, advancement uh, during the uh, presidential election when she was trying to run for office there as well. And, and all of her Tucker Carlson stuff, et cetera, okay? And look, let me just say this for the record. I am in no way, shape, or form offended by someone going on to a right-wing uh, news uh, a, you know, outlet, but providing a real honest-to-God leftist viewpoint. I don't have a problem. I have no problem at all. You should go out. Uh, hell, if I, I, well, years ago, a friend of mine invited me to a rally to talk about modern monetary theory in Washington, D.C., and it was right after Trump had been elected, or maybe it was during the election. And uh, this guy had been a former Bernie crat. And so I went out there and show up with a former volunteer at RP. And I'm getting ready to speak, and we're going on this march, and I'm looking around. I'm like, all I see are MAGA hats everywhere. Holy fuck, what am I doing here? And uh, my buddy says, hey, I bet you didn't expect to come to a MAGA rally, did you? I'm like, uh, no, I've got this ginormous star and a fist 
with real progressives on it. And here I am showing up at a freaking, not just a MAGA rally, folks, a QAnon MAGA rally. Okay. I had no idea what I was in for. And my buddy goes, oh my God, are we going to run? Or are we going to go ahead and stay? And I was like, you know what? I'm really good on my feet. I'm a former Republican. I'm a former Ron Paul guy. I speak fluent teabagger. I speak fluent LOLbertarian. And I am going to go ahead and do my piece because they need to understand that federal taxes don't fund spending and that we can do for our veterans when they return. And that we can, and I went through all this list and he was like, holy shit, how did you pivot that quickly? because I fucking work hard to get there, right? I, I've, I've seen a lot of things. I know a lot of things. And now I'm going to put that out there. Okay. So I went out there in front of a QAnon MAGA crowd and spoke about modern monetary theory. I kid you not. Those people came up to me in droves hugging me. I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm just a freaking lefty. But sure enough, sure enough, there I was. There I was. So I am uh, very, very excited. Um, I think I'm very, very excited about, you know, what the future holds for independent people like myself, even though I, uh, you know, I register Democrat because in Pennsylvania, we couldn't even have Green Party on the ballot. We couldn't even do that, period. It, It was the worst experience of my life. Howie Hawkins could not even get on the ballot in Pennsylvania. And I've said this so many times, the um, Addie Barkin was celebrating that shit. It's just disgraceful. And see, it's Addie Barkins of the world that creates the grounds for the Tulsi Gabbards of the world to act like they're going off to do something. Now, if Tulsi was leaving the Democratic Party and there was a third party led by people with principles and uh, understood the economics and uh, didn't play fast and loose with that, kept it front and center, because that's the only thing missing. We got two grifting capitalist parties right now that all the bullshit they talk about distracts us from real things. Every single thing that they talk about is bullshit. It's literal bullshit. Even the fake fights they have is bullshit, Okay. So this whole concept of Tulsi leaving the Democratic Party is no big deal because what is she going to do? Now, if she goes off and joins some random third party, uh, you know, there's been parties that I've tried to work with in the past. Nothing but grift, nothing but grift, nothing but people collecting lack of principles, lack of willingness to take hard positions on important things like economics. Okay. And because the goal was to capture those Sikhile right-wingers, the libertarian, the MAGA commies. It was to capture those folks. They didn't care about truth once again. So I just stepped clearly away from it because I have a very principled position. I do understand economics, and I refuse to follow anyone that does not refuse will not even give them the time of day other than i mean i'll be a friend but i'm certainly not going to follow them anywhere because everything that you think you know that you get wrong because you don't understand economics and you start making decisions based on a false scarcity narrative 
Well, everything you say and do beyond that is fucked and stupid. I'm just going to be honest with you. If you don't get the econ right, you ain't right. Okay? And Tulsi doesn't get the econ right at all. Tulsi was busy slobbering on Andrew Yang. Now, there's a lot of uneducated people out there who hang in circles that felt like Andrew Yang did something useful, but he did not. Andrew Yang is grift as well. Would not shock me at all if Tulsi ended up bonding with Andrew Yang and going over to the forward party or, uh, you know, she's been clung to with the People's Party. So who knows? Maybe she uh, somehow or another finds solace over there. Maybe she goes with her buddy Tucker and ends up being there in, uh, uh, you know, the Republican Party. Who the hell knows? But it's all a big distraction. Okay. Let me tell you what is not a distraction, though. We got the climate burning up right now. Okay. Climate crisis is huge, large and in charge. Tsunamis, weather, flooding, you know, hurricanes, all kinds of crazy shit that we've seen that we'll continue to see. Mass flooding in Pakistan. Okay. Global problems, not just in the United States, not just in Florida, but all over. That's that's important. The other thing that's super fucking important is because of the way that the global north uses the global south as a colony and literally uses up their resources and abuses them down there, okay? We are literally raping and pillaging the global south. We have got to rectify that, okay? So as Tulsi Gabbard, who in her, let me go ahead and pull this back up, So as Tulsi Gabbard's commentary go through here, and we're going to watch this again just so you all know. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. So it doesn't take much to realize what a Sig Heil Reich wing trash piece she is, starting with immigrants. Her assessment of immigrants is disgraceful, okay? Disgraceful. If she had any economic understanding, she'd know that we could do things that would make immigrants be able to feel safe in this country while simultaneously allowing people that live here to feel safe as well. 
with a federal job guarantee, a just transition, a Green New Deal that she fought against. Okay. The other thing that is disgraceful is her position of anti-wokeness, right? See, I talked about this last night on Status Quo. I'm going to talk about it right here as well. Weaponized identity politics is a tool of neoliberalism. It's a tool of the Democratic Party, and it has been used to great precision. This is why assholes like James Clyburn have been labeled the misleadership class by people like Glenn Ford and Black Agenda Report and so forth. Absolutely disgraceful use of the weaponization of race, gender, etc. Weaponizing it, not in any way, shape, or form, making room for it so we have diversity, but literally weaponizing it, okay? So the woke culture that she's referring to takes a dump on every single person that is actively fighting for groups that don't have a voice. Now, I want you to think about this. For those of you who are born and lived through the 70s and 80s, even the 90s, being gay in early 2000s, probably still to this day, I imagine, right? Being a homosexual was not an easy thing, and people were killed constantly. People were drugged behind cars. People were literally abused and killed, shot, murdered, you name it. Disgraceful. Knowing this means you're woke, okay? You're woke if you understand that history. You're woke if you don't want to see that happen again. That's, that's being woke, okay? The other thing that being woke means is recognizing that slavery wasn't the end of all the bigotry in America. That the South, which is Tulsi's fucking bread and butter, man, she is absolutely a Dixiecrat bull weevil, okay? A Sig Heil, Reich wing, bull weevil, all right? Trash. And she talks about criminals and the law-abiding people. Gross, okay, gross. Because when you hang out with people who were born on third base that think they hit a triple, and they feel like we're going to go ahead and take care of those other people over there, Chauncey. We're going to make sure that those ne'er-do-goods don't end up in the streets. We've got to be really tough on crime. And we're going to put all those poor people that dared to sleep under the bridge when there was a sign clearly saying, homeless, keep walking. Well, they found a way to get some egg crates and put them over the spikes in the alleyway so that they could sleep on the bench. But we tried really hard, and therefore those poor people are lawbreakers, and we need to take and prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law, right? This is Tulsi Gabbard. What a fucking atrocity. Can you imagine people that supported her? I never did. You can check my tape. You can check my fucking tape. When you know, you fucking know. Okay. Then, as if that's not bad enough, Milton Friedman, disgraceful, the worst of neoliberals, the most vile godfather 
of all things libertarian and all things hard money and all things gold buggery and all the bullshit you hear about. They're printing money, quantity theory of money. It's going to create inflation. It's going to fuck us all. Hyperinflation. You know, Milton Friedman. Okay. Well, Tulsi Gabbard signed on to the most neoliberal shit show of them all with the UBI, with Andrew Yang, with her freedom dividend, right? Freedom, freedom. She's all up in those buzzwords, those Sig Heil, Reich wing buzzwords. Disgraceful. Imagine knowing these buzzwords. I never fell for it, folks. I never fucking fell for it. Not that I'm better. It just so happens to be that I'm principled and I understand. She didn't interest me in the least. Didn't interest me in the least. There's a few others that sadly I fell for. So they spoke a good game, right? Well, here we are circa 2022, and we are a little bit more intelligent. We're a little bit more aware. And the idea of Tulsi stands acting like somehow or another they've got the high ground is one ginormous distraction. Every single thing that Tulsi has stood up for in there, law-abiding, God-given rights, every fucking tea-hottest buzzword she used in there. It's kind of like it's three in the morning and you're working a corner and you go up to somebody's window and go, hey, baby. That's what she's doing. She's like prostituting herself out for teabaggery. It's disgusting. It's disgraceful. And what's worse is there's some people that are going to fall for it. Okay. There's some people that are going to act like she did something. Now, listen, I'm not here telling you. Please roll it back. Restart at the beginning. You never heard Grumbine say, Stay in the Democratic Party. You didn't hear it. I assure you, you didn't. It, I never said it. I assure you also that I never celebrated anything about her in the Democratic Party. Okay. Her leaving the Democratic Party, if it was for a destination and she had principles and she wasn't sitting there literally, literally caucusing, if you will, with the Sig Heilers, with the MAGAs, with the scum of the earth when it comes to the leadership there that's literally trying to divide us, literally dividing us. So, so, can you imagine? I just think to myself, every time I try to explain some of the pain that neoliberalism has brought in my life, people like her have been there to say, you know what, fuck it, deal with it. You should have made better choices. Disgraceful people. Disgraceful people disgraceful people talk about you should have made better choices and there she is appealing to the very people that punch down and say you should have made better choices the idea that the democratic party supports criminals is so fucking laughable even to this minute the democratic party could have literally let Every single person arrested for marijuana out the door. And even now in the year 2022, while they're fishing for votes, they still haven't done that. Okay. 
They still haven't done anything. So there's no redeeming qualities in the Democratic Party as constituted. Okay. The power elite inside the Democratic Party is disgraceful. The people that turn a blind eye to that kind of corruption are disgraceful. I understand the impulse to leave the Democratic Party. The Republicans, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all of them, trash, trash, pure trash. Nothing but distraction. It's this cult of personality, okay? What, what does it mean to be independent, right? And what you think about this really long and hard, Bernie Sanders was the independent senator from Vermont. But Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders, Bernie caucused with the Democrats. Because see, ultimately, unless you tear the system down to the ground, unless you tear it all down and start from fresh and build it back up, you've still got the duopoly there. If you believe that politics is not theater, if you really believe that they're in there, we've got to work out this bill, guys. Let's sit down and we're not leaving this room till we get this bill done. If you believe that's how it works versus some fucking pat coming in saying, this is what, if you want to get our funding, here's the bill you better pass. That's really how it works. Corporations own our fucking country right now. We've allowed that to happen, okay? So if you really think they're sitting there in the smoky room, yeah, we've got to really make climate change work, guys. We've got to fix this problem. If you really believe that? I... <laughs> If you really believe that, I got some swampland to sell you, okay? If you really believe, I'm mean, seriously, think about what I'm saying. Where do these bills come from? Where do you think they're fighting through this? They're not. They're not, folks. Sorry. Sorry, they're just not. And so, yes, Tulsi is on the board of Sanders Institute. And, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means anymore because Sanders Institute was pretty much put on hold when Bernie ran for office. They maybe dusted it off, but I haven't seen a whole lot coming out of Sanders Institute in a few years. But back in the day, she put on a pretty good ruse. She put on a pretty good ruse, okay? But everything's off now, folks. She's all about God-given Second Amendment rights and freedom and freedom from wokeness and freedom from freedom, right? This, this fake freedom, this false freedom. It's freedom for white people to continue to be oppressive fuckheads and not take five minutes to look in their history and say, Jesus Christ, we did some really fucked up stuff, right? Because shallow people doing shallow things with the very veneer of respectability on top of it. And then of course, because there's a lot, of, there's a lot of these weird sycophants out there that can't think for themselves. And so the party does the thinking for them. They're thimble deep and they have no real meaningful class analysis. 
It's a shame. It's embarrassing, actually. I couldn't imagine waking up in the morning like that, but it is true. And so with that in mind, you know, as you think about what an independent is, what is an independent? What is an independent? You get elected to Congress. You are an independent and you're in Congress and you've got all those people, 535 folks, they're sitting there. You've got all those people there. What are you, Mr. Independent, doing? Waiting for a split thing so you can have your moment in the sun so you can say, I'm going to think about it for a while. I don't know which way I'm going. What exactly is it? I mean, seriously, what, what exactly is it? Is it a party? I don't know. This whole politics thing's a joke. The two-party system has literal control over the debate stage. They have control over who gets to even run. They can make your life a living hell. They can withhold funds. They can ensure you never see television time. They can ensure that your name is sullied and trashed and destroyed before you ever have a chance. To do anything within the duopoly, you've got to sell your soul. You've got to freaking practically give them everything you've got just to get through the door. And that's if you weren't already selected because you're already a sold out whatever to begin with. So without some clear understanding of what it means to be an independent and how does that fit into what do you get to pick and choose? Like, okay, oh, okay, well, the Democrats are right on this issue. Oh, the Republicans are right on that. Well, no, these two are neoliberal capitalist fucking parties. And the goal of talking about the Constitution is to hearken to some higher calling, to, to make you believe in this higher thing. But the fact is, so when Tulsi was talking about the Constitution, she was leaning on it as like an air of legitimacy for God-fearing, law-abiding citizens. Now, if you've done any homework, folks, at all, this much even, you know that the United States Constitution is a pile of trash. It was always there with the intent of protecting capital. It was there to protect wealthy landowners. It was there to protect slave owners. It was there to make private property the key thing because that's what slaves were, wasn't it? Slaves were private property. So every time I hear one of these trash Reich-wingers these trash, fake right-wing independents like Tulsi that sit there and hearken to the hallowed halls of the U.S. Constitution as like a bastion of freedom. It's this shining light on the hill. It tells me, tells me point blank, you're full of shit. Tells me right there, that you may as well pull your swastika out, throw it on your shirt. It tells me straight up, tells me straight up that you ain't my tribe. You are not my people when I see that. The U.S. Constitution was always there to protect wealthy landowners. And if you do your history, you understand that this country was never 
never about protecting the rights of individuals. It was never about protecting we the people. We the people were always there to serve the wealthy, always. Okay. And so Tulsi, using that imagery, do you think that that's for uh, the poor folks out there? Thank you so much, Eugene. Super chat. And I believe we have another one up here. I have to scroll back. I'm so sorry for breaking stride there, but I'm going to show it anyway. Thank you so much, Double K. Super chat. Thank you. But if you go back to the history of the United States, you understand point blank, point blank, that it was never about us, that all these quote unquote freedoms were never, never about us. And the anti-woke crowd is all about maintaining white dominance. Now, again, let's divide woke from weaponized identity politics. Woke is a term that black folk used back in the day to kind of say, hey, man, I'm aware of what's going on, motherfucker. I know what's going on. It was a way of saying, I'm aware of the struggle. Are you aware of the struggle? And you could tell those that hate, quote unquote, woke, because they don't want anyone to recognize the struggle. They don't want people to focus on the struggle. They want to keep that bag. They want to keep that bag. They want to keep their dominance. And it's not even about dominance. To me, on the other side of it, it's about equality. But how do you gauge where you are in the world without poor people? That's the problem. They measure their value in life. When they see black and brown people, if they're up near them, then something's wrong. Something's wrong. They're failing. These guys, they must be stealing. They must be taking something that isn't theirs because how in the world could they possibly be equal with me? And that's what Tulsi's appealing to, folks. That's, That's what Tulsi is appealing to. Think about that. You know, I'm, I don't really care about the party. What I care about is I want to fight for an intersectional movement. I want the struggle of the suffering and the poor to be brought to the forefront. I want the struggle of the global South to be brought to the forefront. I want to make right that which was been wrong. I want a debt jubilee. I want to flip the system on its head and bring about the rise of the people. Eating the rich, whatever, but I want to do away with their power. I want to do away with their power over our lives, over our finances, over being in jail. And It's very, very frustrating. Um, It's very, very frustrating to see people 
um, who don't really have a full grasp of not only history, but the understanding of institutions, the understanding of our economic system, fall prey to these charlatans, these grifters. You know, um, I don't want to get into uh, an MMT conversation per se, but I want to just tell you point blank. If you don't recognize money as a public monopoly and you think that people are getting over and you think they're stealing your hard-earned tax dollars and you're looking at the gays and the black, and the trans kids. Oh, by the way, Turfy Gabbard. You know, she is absolutely a trans exclusionary. Okay. That's part of her anti-woke stuff, too, is to shit on the, the trans kids. And she supports DeSantis with his don't say gay bill and on and on and on. Our um yeah, our education system definitely sucks, Double K, no question about that. Um, but we keep propping up people because we are propagandized, right? We keep propping up shitball candidates. We keep propping up shitball parties. And we keep propping up shitball actors like Tulsi Gabbard. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I was a libertarian. I was, I got better. I recovered grateful, recovering libertarian, uh, grateful, recovering, you know, conservative Republican. And, uh, you know, a very, very hostile independent, you know, that stuck in Pennsylvania right now with this disgraceful democratic party. There is a need for a home for lefties and it doesn't exist right now the green party is completely inadequate to the cause unfortunately they don't really support their candidates the few that actually break through or have anything they just don't have the apparatus to to make it so they're not good at fundraising they've got a weird decentralized approach to things that doesn't really allow them to to do stuff but worse and this might be the worst of the green party's grievance they're captured by the American Monetary Institute's false understanding of economics. And as a result, they fan the fears of national debt as a problem. There are so many problems, so many problems. So, you know, it's kind of like, God, where do you go? Because I will not, <laughs> will not ever, by the way, not maybe ever align with people that don't understand um, that don't understand modern monetary theory ever, ever, <laughs> ever, by the way, ever. Um, you can't do anything right until you get this. So anyway, what I want to do, what I want to do here, what I want to do is take a moment and ask you all in the comments, you know, what do you think it means to be independent? What does it mean to you to be independent? When you hear those terms, does being independent mean that you're part of a party, you're not part of a party, 
Um, you're an independent thinker within a party, but you're still independent. Um, what does it mean? And if somebody were elected to Congress as a one-off independent, what would it mean for them as far as governing? What would it mean for them as far as caucusing? What would it mean, you know, in general? Because you know as well as I do, with 535 members, you've got to find a way to uh, you know, come together. You got to find a way to get things done. If 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 you believe the system's real, by the way, I, I got to keep saying that because I know a lot of you out there really sit there gripping, looking at the television. You got your remote control in hand. You're like, what 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 did they say? You're watching all those dumb shows on television, mainstream media. But what does it mean to be independent? I I, I genuinely want to know what that means. I mean. I'm independent because I don't, I mean, like literally most people, when they hear the stuff I say would never accuse me of being a Democrat, even though I'm technically a registered Democrat. Um, but within the party, if you're in the party, can you be independent given the fact that you, in the end, you're going to have to vote with one of the groups because they have control over what bills get forwarded. They have control over who gets nominated for Supreme Court. They have control over who gets nominated at state and local courts. They have control over everything. So what does that mean? Double K with her answer, she says that making choices based on economic facts, that's definitely independent. But Tulsi's saying she's independent. She's asking Democrats that are anti-woke, independent-minded people to leave the party. I'm, you know, I think I'm an independent. I don't go along. I didn't, I did not vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> I did not vote for Obama. I did not vote for Clinton. I didn't vote for Clinton, the other Clinton. So given that we don't have any other parties in Crystal, there we go. She says, uh, independent, not fooled by the two-party lies. Someone who'd love to see us expand to like five parties. Okay, but given that we don't have five parties and given that we don't have um, any real way of getting uh, a third party in the time frame, climate crisis and everything else, what does it mean to be independent? Is it just unaffiliated? And um, you know they, they've done a lot of studies and they show that people that quote unquote are unaffiliated really largely are affiliated. They vote consistently Democrat or they vote consistently Republican. This concept of independence lacks some substance. And this is what I'm trying to get at, right? We're not debating class consciousness. We're not debating what society should be like in the future. We are literally doing the game that the Republicans and Democrats are playing back and forth. That's not independent. And chiming in like you're, oh, I'm not a registered anybody. I'm independent, but I'm supporting death sentence. Well, sounds like you've picked, you know, you want to talk about semantics of being in a party. You support that party. Who fucking cares what you're registered as? You know, if you vote for somebody that's trying to make life harder on the poor, you're an asshole, period. I don't care what party you're in. If you're somebody that stands in the way of federal spending 
because you think it's going to be stealing your hard-earned tax dollars. You're an asshole no matter what party you're in. You're a horrible person if you talk about your tax dollars going to fund some of these bad choices. You are a really shitty person. I'm just telling you straight up, I don't like you. I, I already don't like you. I don't even know you and I don't like you, right? That's cool if you don't like me. Probably mutual, right? But I genuinely can't stand people. Well, a harder tax dog pay for people's bad decisions. Fuck you. Shut up. So when you think about this, right? You think about this. What 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 are we advancing? I mean, mind you, folks, if you got to get with this program, do you believe in climate crisis? Yes or no? If you do, you got this window. You got a Bukaki theater up top. You got a bunch of fucking bullshit going on. You got Grifter Gabbard, Tulsi Grifter, Turfy Grifter, talking about how she's leaving the Democrat. Big deal. Who gives a fuck? But what are we doing about climate crisis? I mean, obviously, the parties aren't doing shit about it. What, 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 what are we doing? What are we doing? Wait, seriously, what are we doing? You know, it's like this is an existential crisis. We don't exist day two. We do exist, then we don't exist. When the tsunamis and the fucking hurricanes and the fucking drought and the wars and everything else come. I mean, these are real things. And then as people get desperate, the nuclear war afterwards, folks, I'm telling you, this is like not unreal shit. It's real shit. So what are you, what are you going to do, right? You know, I, I go back and forth with reform or revolution and, you know, the unfortunately, both Republicans and Democrats really, really made it hard to be an activist, didn't they? This whole January 6th thing really puts anybody that is trying to organize, trying to bring about real change, puts them in a crosshairs, puts them in a real bad spot because it's been sort of, you know, wide open. You know, it's been a wide open shot. I mean, it, Trump is a fucking megalomaniac. He's a piece of shit. People that followed him were duped into insanity. They're carrying on that insanity. But that should not impact our ability to organize. It should not impact our ability to absolutely speak out against our government and behave in a way that tells them we're not taking it anymore. The Constitution these fuckheads constantly refer to talks about if the government isn't doing its job to get rid of it. That's the Constitution, folks. So what do we do now, right? Because this January 6th committee, which is what a lot of people are rebelling against, it's not because it's wrong. It's not because Trump didn't try to do these things. I think it's quite clear that he did try to do those things. That's not really the point here. The witch hunt, isn't so much the problem as it is. This is what Newt Gingrich and gang did to Bubba and his blowjob seeking fucking bullshit. This is what they do every time someone's in there. But the difference is Trump really went the extra mile, didn't he? 
He did. He went the extra mile and he fucked it up for a lot of other people because now as leftists, we got to look over our shoulder because the right dropped the big old deuce on democratic action in the streets. If you don't think these wretched, horrible idiots that are sitting there taking up your school board with trash, fighting about stupid shit, protecting children, acting like it's somehow or another oppression, that kind of trash. If you don't think for a minute that a real, fuck the Democrats, a real left-wing rise-up would not be seen as the second coming of Ho Chi Minh, you're crazy. This was a setup to keep the left down too. So what does it mean to be independent, folks? What does it mean to be independent? And how does that play into us surviving climate crisis? How does that play into us organizing to stop this machine from destroying our lives? I mean, this is one of the very few shows that I'm going to do where I don't walk away with a clear, this is what you do, right? To me, I've always said we've got to organize. We've got to leverage unions. We've got to do all these things to take our power back. But look at the grift that will follow Tulsi. And I'm not talking about out of the Democratic Party. I'm talking about into the right wing. Suddenly becoming anti-trans. All of a sudden thinking that our kids are being taught critical race theory in kindergarten. Can you imagine how worthless you have to be to reject learning history? Because that's all CRT is. CRT talks about the fucking scumbags that own black people. It talks about reconstruction. It talks about all the laws that were put on the books for vagrancy. It talks about how they literally lynched people, but we're not supposed to hear about that. Why? What kind of worthless piece of shit would stand in the way of teaching proper history? You would have to be the biggest piece of shit to stand against CRT. Because, or you would have to be a dumb fuck that doesn't know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, you shouldn't have an opinion. You should shut your fucking mouth until you do. Right? Seriously, right? Shouldn't If you're dumb and you're stupid, you don't know, you have things to say, doesn't that render you kind of useless? When people sit there and punch down at people like that, they literally punch down at the fucking people struggling. All I can think of is all the people that have died over the years, hiding their identity, hiding things about themselves that were not normal. How many kids that have autism that were mocked and teased by these conservative pieces of shit? Notice I didn't say Republican. I said conservative because there's disgraceful conservatives in the Democratic Party as well. Disgraceful. Hatred that they have for people is unbelievable. And you know what? My hatred is not at the people so much as it is at what they do and how they try to control the lives of a very, very marginalized group of people. So ask yourself, how does being independent equal being anti-history, anti-aware, anti-human, anti- woke 
How does that equal that tall sea gabbard? You pile of shit. You right-wing sycophant. How does that in any way, shape, or form equal independent? Donald Trump stood for all the things you just said. He's your guy. He's your homie. MAGA Gabbard. You could sit there and make this a Republican-Democrat thing all you want. I don't care about the, I care about, like, you don't see me flying a Ukraine banner. Why? Because I know what NATO is, and I know what it did, and I know that it shouldn't be encroaching toward Russia. Even Obama knew way back when that the fuck with Ukraine was to spur Russia because they don't want nukes and weapons right on their doorstep, and that's what NATO's all about, boxing in communism. Boxing in socialism, boxing out Asia from Europe. In any event, there's a lot more I could say about this, but I want you to think about it. This is not about Democrat or Republican. This ruse of she's leaving the Democratic Party doesn't mean shit. It's all the other reasons that she said it cowardly wokeness how the fuck is it cowardly to stand up for the oppressed that is the most challenging position because you know you'll be trashed by these scumbag sig heil reich wing people and it's a shame it's a shame anyway I'm Steve Grumbine, and I am the Rogue Scholar, and I am going to be saying say la vie to you guys. I um, will be going live again on Friday at noon. Check out our Macro and Cheese podcast this weekend. Saturday, I have Akdaz Afsal coming in to talk about Pakistan and the flooding that climate crisis has created and the fact that migrations due to climate crisis are coming you don't understand this stuff we're gonna have a lot of problems anyway let me punch this thing in god bless i always forget to do this forgive me folks i'm just not really good at this sort of thing but i'm gonna do it anyway here you go don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> please become a donor share this thanks for spending time with me today and i guess i have to be out of here don't i i guess i have to be i just have to get back to work so I'm out of here, guys. Have a good one. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support our efforts, please take a moment to subscribe and check out our other work on the Real Progress in Action YouTube channel and visit our sister organization's website at realprogressives.org. 